Welcome back to Microfamous. We're talking about what happens when guests don't share their episode. Well, you might actually be shooting yourself in the foot and losing your chance at word of mouth spread of your podcast, which is one of the key ways, if not the key way, that podcasts grow organically. So when you bring a guest onto your show, the assumption is from you, the podcaster, is that, well, when the episode comes out, they will share it. Uh, however, I can tell you from experience, if you are you know, busy with other things, or if social media is just not one of your key ways that you reach people, or if you're a bigger name guest and social media is a big deal to you, uh, maybe you've just been on, you know, a podcast a week, you know, every, uh, every week for the last couple of years or more. I remember interviewing uh, Jay Samet, uh, who's the author of Disrupt You. And, and when we when he came out with the second book, we brought him on Real Estate Uncensored. He's been on, I think that's his third appearance on the show. And I, I love Jay. He's awesome. Uh, we could tell right off the bat when we got on the, the Zoom with him that he was exhausted. And uh, we just asked him like, hey, what's up? What's going on? He's like, I think I've done like 150 podcasts in the last three months. <laughs> so uh, when you get big name guests on, just keep in mind, they've got a lot of stuff going on. And just because you're excited about their episode coming out and you're assuming that they're going to share with their audience and send you hundreds or thousands of new listeners to your show doesn't mean that's actually going to happen. So I want to talk about some specific ways that you might be shooting yourself in the foot during the actual conversation and the recording itself uh, and in the follow-up uh, that might be preventing guests from even wanting to share your episode. You got to motivate them. You got to incentivize them. You got to get them uh, excited about sharing the show. And I want to talk about some ways to do that. But I'm going to start with mistakes, right? So, mistake number one is maybe you presented the guest in a way that adds nothing to their reputation or their level of influence. So, that could be in how, uh, you know, maybe we introduce them the wrong way. Maybe we phrase their accomplishments or we described or, or promote their offer in not quite the right way. Maybe we even use the wrong picture in the graphics that we create. There's a lot of opportunities to screw this up and present the guests in a way that they're not comfortable or excited about. So one, one quick example in our agency, and most of the time we're you know, booking guests for clients or it's the client that the, uh, you know, the client will book some of the guests themselves and, and we've kind of uh, inter interacted with them in the process and stuff. So when we go to release an episode, we want to know, well, what does the guest think is their best headshot? Because a lot of times they don't automatically supply one. So we're going to go to their website, to their about page. We're going to go to their LinkedIn profile, and we're going to look at what the guest has chosen to kind of put as their primary headshot out into the world. We don't just do random Google searches or find something on their Facebook profile. We want to know in the guest's mind, what is their best headshot? Now, if we can't find something for them, we're going to go back to them and ask, you know, if their stuff is low quality or we can't find something that is obviously their favorite, we're going to follow up because even something as simple as using the wrong headshot in the podcast graphic can cause someone to not share their episode of your show. Now, it could even rise, you know, this mistake of not presenting someone well could even rise to the level of a flat out screw up. So I was on a podcast and I got an email, I think last week saying like, hey, the episode is live. We'd love for you to share it. Here's the graphic. Here's the link to the show notes. And I checked the stuff out and there were so many things wrong. I don't know where they got the information, but I think my company name was listed incorrectly. I was the founder of something. Uh, I was the founder of the Micro Famous Fast Track, which is the product that I created um, that has all my you know podcast launch and interview templates and things like that. And they got the agency name wrong. There were so many things wrong. I didn't have the heart to tell them. They, it was just, I don't know what happened. Maybe the VA did the show notes or whatever, but it was even in the graphic. I literally couldn't even 
go around their show notes and just send people to the episode on iTunes by sharing the graphic. Cause even something was screwed up in the graphic. Like it was just, it was so bad. I couldn't share their episode and there were so many screw ups that I didn't even bother to reach out and let them know. I just said, I just wrote that one off and said, well, I guess I'm <laughs> moving on. I wanted to share it. I tried to share it, but I wasn't send, comfortable sending people to the materials that they had created because of how badly it was screwed up. So it can rise to that level. Most of the time, it's not at that level. It's something much smaller, but it causes that same feeling of, oh, like I, I want to share that episode, but I can't because of X, Y, and Z. So uh, stick around, by the way, to the end, because I'm going to give a quick tip on how to present someone uh, during like at the top of an episode in a really powerful, compelling way that allows you to grab the audience's attention and say some things that the guest might not be able to say about themselves that will grab the audience's ear. So we'll, so we'll stick around to the very, very end and I'll give you that. But for now, let's move on to mistake number two. Mistake number two is to interview rather than having a conversation. Um, just speaking as someone, if you, if, who's been on a bunch of podcasts, if you've been on a bunch of podcasts, you want a conversation, not an interrogation. And when somebody shows up armed with a whole bunch of questions, uh, it can feel like an interrogation and less like a conversation, it especially is true if you don't get a lot of interaction and uh, engagement in between questions. So if somebody asks you a question, do deliver the answer and they go, mm, that's good. And then they move on to the next question. It's like, oh, for God's sake, come on. Um, now, most of you listening to this, if you're interested in ideas and you're passionate about your show, you're probably not doing that. Um, but I think there's some opportunity there where if you're uncomfortable or if you bring in big name guests, it can be tempting to fall into some of those things just by discomfort, not because you want to be that way, but just because you're uncomfortable in the situation. So just understand the guest and the bigger they are, they don't want to just be asked the same questions. They want to have a conversation. They don't want an interrogation. So this is a big reason why I try to drill it into my, all of my clients' heads. Like these are not interviews. Like your guest episodes are not interviews. You are not an interviewer. You are an expert and an influencer in your own right. No matter how big the guest is, this is a dialogue between two experts, each with their own perspective and each with value to bring to the episode. So that's what I'm telling my clients behind the scenes. You know, when I when I send out a template for how to have one of these conversational type episodes, they are called influencer conversations, right? I have a framework for how to have a conversation with a fellow influential expert in your space that positions both of you well and allows you to get the benefit of the respect that comes from having a thoughtful, respectful conversation with a high level guest. I try to drill it into all of my clients' heads. These are conversations, not interviews. Now, in terms of like speaking up, uh, like you know, interacting with the guests and interplaying stuff like that. I, I want you to be careful uh, not to go overboard uh, in terms of like playing devil's advocate or trying to create a gotcha moment or kind of running roughshod over them with your own opinions. If you have a really strong personality and lots of opinions that you want to share, you might actually do that without realizing it. And that's where it helps to get some outside perspective. Um, you know, I have great friends of mine that host their own podcasts and but they're such strong personalities that when they get a certain type of guest in the door on their show uh they can run right over them with their own opinions and um it's it's not good it's not good for the guests it's not good for the audience so there is a balance there remember to be thoughtful and respectful of the guest don't go too far overboard and uh when you're going to play devil's advocate do it very carefully and respectfully because obviously this is a guest in your house. They're a guest on your show. Treat them like you would a guest in your own home. So uh, so we're talking about a real conversation between two experts who each have well-thought-out opinions on an interesting topic that's super important to a group of people. To me, that's why sh people show up for business podcasts. Like That's why people show up. 
So you also get the bonus, you know, when you're treating a guest episode as a conversation between two experts, it puts you more on an even playing field and it boosts your level of influence with your own audience. There's just something about your audience hearing you have a smart, thoughtful conversation with someone that they respect. It raises the audience's level of respect for you. Now, I've experienced that with my journey. It's an incredible thing to feel. So if you have those kinds of smart, thoughtful, respectful conversations with people that are respected in your space, that respect rubs off on you, right? So don't make the, the second mistake of interviewing and interrogating rather than having a conversation. Now, let's move on and finish up with mistake number three. And then I've got some things to, uh, to tell you, and I'll finish with that quick tip that I mentioned. So mistake number three is to cover the same topics that that guest would share on every other podcast and fail to draw anything unique and compelling out of them. So some podcasters ask, you know, roughly the same questions every time. And in the right setting, that can work, obviously, because people are going to have different answers for different questions. But if you're asking the same questions as that guest gets asked on all the other podcasts that they've been on, that's going to get old. Of course, they probably shared on their signature topic many, many times before. Maybe they even speak about it publicly a lot. So it's critical to look and to draw something out of them that they haven't shared before. Now, there's a few ways to do this. You can do this with really well-researched questions like Tim Ferriss. You can do it by just starting the conversation long form and kind of going down rabbit trails, sticking, uh, you know, kind of chasing whatever sticks out to you in the moment. Uh, Christopher Lockhead's podcast, Follow Your Different, is a good example of this style. You can also do it by listening really carefully for the most compelling, interesting, surprising idea and then digging into it. Like, hey, tell me more about that. Let's go, let's go off on that and let's go deeper into that. That's my favorite approach for me as a host because I'm good at identifying when I'm on the trail of something that might be counterintuitive or, or countercultural, something that will catch people's attention and stand out, right? I'm good at spotting those opportunities and going kind of through those open doorways into and taking the conversation in a new and unexpected direction. That's my favorite approach. Now, I've had this happen to me as a guest when a conversation on an episode happened to go into something I don't get a chance to talk about much, like, you know, how do I build my business to accommodate autoimmune issues that I've had since my teens? Um, I've even had, I've even like said yes to a guest, uh, or excuse me, said yes to a podcast where their audience wasn't my target audience, but because they wanted to talk about my background as a homeschooled pastor's kid, like I don't hardly ever get to talk about that on business podcasts, right? So I, I took the opportunity to go on this other smaller podcast with an audience that doesn't match my ideal clients because it gave me a chance to talk about something I never get a chance to talk about. So there's a lot of ways to encourage a guest to share something they rarely share in other venues. And if you do that on your podcast episode, that's going to give them a compelling reason to share their episode of your show. All right, so let's sum this up a bit and I'll share my tip for presenting the guest in a powerful and compelling way. So my favorite way to incentivize a guest to share their episode and get them excited about sharing their episode is to do deliver a great conversation that they genuinely enjoyed, present them in a way that builds their influence and enhances their reputation, chases some new ideas or produces some new insights for themselves on their own beliefs and opinions, uh, you know, something new and unexpected, right? And then maybe give them an opportunity to share something they rarely talk about. Because of that, like that's why I'm excited about a new podcast I've been working on behind the scenes. It's called One Book That Changed My Life. And virtually every you know expert, coach, consultant, or thought leader I know is a voracious reader. Whether it's physical books or audio books, doesn't matter. They're just, they're just voracious learners. They take in a lot of information. And all of them have some favorite book. You know, a lot of times it's like a hidden gem or an overlooked classic or something that came out 
you know, a few years ago and didn't get a ton of press, you know, something like that. Uh, but the book changed their life. So this new podcast that I'm working on, we're going to bring guests on that share a book that changed their life in some way. We're going to dig into a, a couple of big ideas from the book, how the guests put those ideas into action and how putting those ideas into action changed their life. So the conversations that I'm having on this podcast are really completely different from anything I've done before. The guests are loving it. And I have people reaching out and asking, hey, like, is my episode launched yet? Because I want to share this with people who need to read this book. These are some of the most fun, interesting, and unique conversations I've ever had, like hands down. It's been really amazing, and I'm really excited to launch the show. So keep out an eye out for that in December of this year, 2021. So the reason I bring that up is because the premise of the show is for them to share something they've never shared on other podcasts. Now, I don't have to say that when I'm booking them, but just giving them an opportunity to share a book that's been pivotal in their life brings up completely different things than if I brought them on to share about their background and their entrepreneurial journey and the same things that everybody else is going to ask them, right? Nobody's going to ask them. I mean, maybe Tim Ferriss will ask, you know, for some of their recommended books, but he's not really not going to dig into the story and the big ideas and all that stuff. Like this is a, a definite new and completely unique thing from any other kind of podcast I've seen in the market. And because of that, it gives people a chance to share something they've never shared before, right? Which is going to make it much more likely that they're going to want to share that episode out to their audience because it's not a typical podcast. It's not something that people have heard them say five times before on other shows. So you can actually structure a podcast or you can structure a conversation in a way that brings out things that people have never shared before that makes them get excited to share your episode with their audience. And that's the goal. In order to get guests to really follow through follow through and share their episode with their audience, you've got to incentivize them and get them excited, right? So we talked about making sure that they genuinely enjoy the conversation, present them in a way that builds their influence and enhances their reputation, you know, chase down those interesting new ideas or, or maybe even, you know, uh, give some things back to them about their opinions and their beliefs to give them some new insight into just their own belief system. That's always hugely valuable. And then give them an opportunity to share something they rarely talk about in other places or on other podcasts, right? Those are all things that you can do and we can all do as podcasters to incentivize the guests to share and get them excited to share their episode. Okay, now here is the tip that I promised. So this is how to present a guest in a powerful way. Before you uh, start the episode, before you hit record, basically, what I'd like you to do is try this. Ask your guest, hey, is there something I can say when I introduce you that you can't say about yourself, whether it's an accolade or an accomplishment, an award or some eye-popping number or something like that, that would sound super douchey, you know, and, uh, and arrogant or something. If you mentioned it yourself, you know, what can I say about you that you can't say about yourself? You know, and I've got responses like, oh yeah, like I was on the Silicon Valley 40 under 40, or I'm in the top 1% of sales in my industry, or, you know, we hit the Inc. 5,000 fastest growing companies two years in a row, like whatever it is, there's a whole bunch of different things that your guest might say. I think one of my guests said, yeah, I was a monk for 12 years. <laughs> that like, that caught me off guard. So uh, there's all kinds of things that they might mention, but basically it gives you a set of things or one or two things that you can mention in the way that you introduce your guest that catches the audience ear and builds their credibility and enhances their reputation with something that they can't say about themselves. Now, how do you then follow up with that? Well, what I like to do is give them an opportunity to kind of rephrase and shorten up how they 
how they would introduce themselves by saying, hey, so, okay, so you got my introduction. That's how I would introduce you to, you know, my audience. Now, if you were to run into an ideal client tomorrow, like what would you tell them that you do? And that sets the stage for them to explain exactly what they do and what they sell right now for the perfect person without them having to give a ton of background where the audience might tune out or just taking forever or dragging down the interview with a whole bunch of life story stuff. So there you have it. That's my, that's my tip. Ask them, hey, is there something I can say when I introduce you that you can't say about yourself? And then give that in the introduction. So uh, if you avoid those mistakes and use those, uh, that, that tip that I gave you, you'll have a much powerful, be more powerful beginning to your conversations with guests, and you'll do a much better job of getting the guests excited about sharing their episode so that when it comes out, they actually follow through. All right. That is all I've got for you. I mentioned the one book that changed my life podcast that's in the launch stage right now as I record this. So we don't have a date to launch. We have episodes that are currently recording and uh, putting everything together to launch it. So if you're listening to this later on, you know, months or years later, uh, it's probably on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify where you can check it out. So be sure to do that because I'm having some amazing conversations there with guests that are able to share some things that they've never shared on other podcasts before. And that's one of the things that any podcaster can learn from. So thanks so much. And we'll see you on the next episode.